0: Om namo bhagavate vasudevaya. Om namo bhagavate vasudevaya. Om namo bhagavate vasudevaya. So, Hare Krishna. So today we're going to take a look at actually it's Krishna's first instruction to uh, to Arjuna. He he gives him recommendations <laughs> previously. <laughs> But but now that he's formally accepted, Krishna Arjuna has formally accepted Krishna as his teacher, and so what became recommendations are now instructions. <laughs> and so it, it's a it's a verse uh, chapter two text fourteen, and uh, and he tells him to tolerate. <laughs> so the title is tolerate with an exclamation point. That means it's an imperative, you must do it. And the, the verses, is, is the translation verses, "O son of Kunti, the non-permanent appearance of happiness and distress, and their disappearance in due course, are like the appearance and disappearance of winter and summer seasons. They arise from sense perception, O science of Bart, and one must learn to tolerate them, without being disturbed." And so the, the the Sanskrit is matra sparsha the count agama paino nityas Bharata. and we we'll look at it a little bit uh this matra sparsha how translates as sensory perceptions it means that you have the uh and sparsha means to to touch to have contact with and then the matras are the are the different uh the different sensations so there's different categories of them Depending on which sense you're talking about, so there's sight, sound, taste, touch, and smell. So we're in contact. With, we're in contact with those, those things. That's the sparshas so We have experience of those things. We're experiencing those things, and uh, and then the uh, and then then each of these uh, each of these particular broad categories, they have particular. Sensations that go with them. So here we have a, we have a little slide with the different six tastes, right? So taste is associated with the tongue, and there's ver- different varieties of taste, right? That's otherwise we wouldn't have gourmet restaurants if we didn't have varieties of taste. Hmm? And so, and so this this is uh, there, there's the uh, two the two words the shita and ushna, which is uh, according to the Sanskrit when you combine them the shandi, it is comes, comes shita shitosna. Shilo, I'm sorry shit, yeah, Shitoshna. And, uh, and so this the, literally the meanings here are heat and cold or cold and heat Shita is cold and, uh, and Ushna is heat hmm. and so they represent also so that, that's, a, that's the sense of touch two, two elements of the sense of touch and they also correspond it also indicates there's varieties in the other senses like taste and sight and sound and smell so that this is uh, Prabhupada uses these words. Uh, there's, there's also a different way to indicate. We'll get to later on. But the the the, uh, the, the real um, uh, uh, literal sense of ashita uh, and ushna are cold and heat. Prabhupada takes them as 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 the cold season and the warm season, winter and summer, is how how he takes them. So there so each of the each of the different uh, uh, mat, mat, uh, the, the matras that we're in contact with. They have, they have all these varieties. Okay? So like taste here we have. sweet, sour, pungent, astringent, bitter, salty. Different tastes that come in from taste. And they can be, these, these different varieties may be either pleasant to us or unpleasant to us. So here I've got, we've got a little photograph of some person smelling a flower. Very pleasant and then... Uh, a photograph of somebody who's making the the sign that something smells bad. <laughs> right. So, so depending upon the, the your, depending on your taste also, right. Some people may find something, the, the one thing that that, that that seems sweet to somebody to be very unpleasant to somebody else. And and according to to, to the particular variety of that sensation, we either can be attracted or or, or repulsed, we're happy or, or sad. We and, and then the, and, the, and that's what happens right we can be attracted to if it, if it's something pleasant All right so we we have the uh, we have the little little dog here who's uh who's lusting after his treat <laughs> just out of reach and then, uh, and, then uh, and then another another dog here is looking making a, a sour face he doesn't want his medicine All right so you can you're attracted to and repulsed by these sensations All right yeah. <laughs> Right. And and this is really particularly relevant for Arjuna at this juncture this is why Krishna gives him this this sort of first instruction because what he's worried about among other things is that he he has the the, the I have a photograph here of, of his of grandfather Bhishma who's on the other side who's lying wounded on his deathbed on his bed of arrows and so so Arjuna this is a sight that Arjuna May expect to see, if he t- participates in the battle, that his his loved ones may be killed, and that will be a repulsive sight to him. So one of the one of the reasons, one of the ma- main reasons why he doesn't want to participate in the battle, is that he, he he's going to he's going to be displeased. He even he goes through this this very visceral visceral reaction when he begins to contemplate what's going to happen, where you know, he says, he starts to, he's, he's he's almost dizzy. So I can't you know. The things are spinning around. He says, "My my mouth is drying up. My skin—it feels like it's on fire. It's burning." You know, he says, "I, I can't even stay here. He wants to run away. It's, it's a visceral, visceral reaction that comes to it. So this is this is coming from from the sensations. And so Krishna is telling him, you know, he's he's going to tell him to try try to to work with that. So and then Arjuna is left in this in this this really you know devastated position. He's he's dropping his bow, his Gandiva bow. And, uh, and he's completely, he says, I don't know how to, uh, how we can dry up the grief that I'm experiencing now. And he's, he's, he simply can't participate. So he's, he's feeling that, uh, that repulsion, considering what's going to happen. So what, what, what Krishna is telling him, well, let's, let's go a little further into it first. And then, then it says there's Agama appearing and Apayana disappearing. So they appear, but they don't remain. The sensations this is this is the nature and then and and then Prabhupada uses this 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 the shita as not just cold but the cold season and the and the ushna and not just as heat but as as the warm season and so the 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 the, the, the idea here is that they have to change and they're inevitable you're going to experience both of them we can't control the seasons now it's now it's going to be summer soon. We'll be complaining about the heat if it finally gets out of spring, you know. And then oh, then, it's, then we're going to be complaining about the cold when it's deep in the winter time, you know. And, and we can't we can't stop it. it, it so it's it, it's it's something that's going to happen. We're going to experience some of the pleasant sensations, and we're going to experience some of the unpleasant sensations. And there's just no way around it. Hmm? So there's no hope of avoiding the unpleasant or of holding on to the pleasant because they're disappearing, hmm? and so then, then Krishna says that they are also they are, they are anitya, they're not eternal. Hmm? So, so and, and, and this, this this indicates a couple of things, of course, that you that you can't hold on to the the pleasant ones either, you know, which we would like to do, but also it indicates that there's some superficiality about them. That they're not eternal. There's, uh, some of the commentators commentator says, says that uh, I think it's Vishwanath Chakravati who, who, who says that uh, when you're in a very, very deep sleep then you're not aware of them. So they're also not eternal in that sense. Yeah. So he says that means they're not of the soul. <laughs> Sometimes you can be aware of them and not. And we'll talk about that a little bit later on how we can become more and less aware of them. So, so, so in one sense they're, very, they're insubstantial. They're asat. There's something that's not uh, not uh, um, integral to our being with them. So because of that, uh, he says that he tells Arjuna he should he should be he tik try to tolerate them. And the idea here is that you should you should be able to do the right thing. Arjuna should should be able to do his dharma, do his religious duty, do the right thing, without being deviated by the attraction and repulsion that comes from these sensations. Because that's the natural tendency. We want to we or we want to to experience the pleasant sensations. We want to avoid the unpleasant ones. There's an attraction and a repulsion, and these things oftentimes. Will deviate us from the true path <laughs> and from the things we would like to do. And so, what 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 Krishna is telling Arjuna is that that's happening to you right now. But you have to be sober enough to tolerate these the pleasant things and the unpleasant things in order to continue to do your to act in a in a in a um, an appropriate way. Uh, so if, if we if we want to act in, in any kind of an organized uh, way, in, in any, any kind of a structured fashion, you know, we have to be able to do this. We have to be able to to, to, to tolerate, to resist temptations <laughs> for pleasant things and and, and 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 do things we may not want to do in order for to to follow our, our greater purpose. Um so we do this in some level just to exist and there's certain levels that that, that people can come in at on, on that this this tolerance level ways we do it right now uh, in a very low level you you may, you may give up something that you're attached to if you can get something better so uh, we got the uh the Ford Mustang and the and the uh, what was it? Lamborghini, I think. <laughs> you know? So yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, hey, you know, better? Huh? Oh, the Lamborghini's faster and better design. I know, but anyway, you can you can think about it. <laughs> and you, if you put it out in your front yard, people will admire it <laughs> more than your Mustang. <laughs> anyway, anyway, you, your your preference also can be different. So you know, if you, if someone offers you uh, you're attached to your car, but they give you something you want better, you you may exchange it. Or well, otherwise, you wouldn't you know you wouldn't release it. This is my you know. Car is my baby. <laughs> I won't let you touch it. but I'll give it to you if you give me that. And another way, um, you, know, sometimes we have to, uh, we have to uh, tolerate a little bit of pain. we have a splinter, or you know a toothache, or some other disease, and we, we undergo different treatments that may not be pleasant to us. You know, but 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 the idea is that there's a, a pretty immediate reward from that. We're we're going to remove a greater suffering, so we're we're going to, we're going to suffer a smaller suffering, hopefully, to remove a greater suffering. So you know, those things happen. So this is a this this is fairly low level, is <laughs> is the, the the reward has to be immediate, in order for the, for the, this one to work so well, and so this is minimal kind of tolerance. Uh, there's a um, the psychologists, I really think the psychologists can be really disturbed people, but they 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 did this experiment with children, <laughs> and uh, and they 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 gave them cookies. They sit them down in a room by themselves, and and they each and they you give them a cookie, and you tell them, okay, if you if you, you can, if the cookie is yours, you're free to eat it anytime you want, no problem. But if you resist eating it for right now for just, you know, whatever, five, ten minutes, whatever it is, you know, then we'll give you a second cookie, which also will be yours, and you can eat them both, okay? And so the reactions, you know, varied. There, there, was, there were some children that, that, uh, that it was very uncomplicated. There's a cookie in front of me, eat it. Just simple. Why would you do anything else, right? The immediate gratification. There were those who, who, in a very similar way, are very clear. Two cookies are better than one. You wait, you know. You know, and then there are the ones in the middle, you know, who they, they wanted to eat it now, and they wanted the two cookies, and then they're, you know, they're, they're white knuckling it. They go, like, oh, you know, just killed them, in you know, the poor guys, you know. You know, and some of, them, of course, would, see, would would wait some time, and then they couldn't do it, and some of them would, would barely just make it through and get their get their second cookie, you know. And uh, and so so you know, th- these kind of things are happening. So so there uh, there's a little higher grade of tolerance that we have, which we do i have a I have a little f- uh, photograph here of the medical school admissions office or the we have the olympic training situa- facility All right so so many times we do we have goal oriented activities and the goal may not be reached for some time and 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 you and, and in in the in the interim period there's a lot of you know hard work and not necessarily pleasant work that has to happen All right so you know, so so there, there's there's you know the you know a long-term goal. So you're looking far far ahead, and so you're willing to accept things that you otherwise would wouldn't prefer to do, and you're. Avoiding things, you're not able to participate in other, you know, happy, pleasant events. You know, if you're, you're an Olympic athlete, you have to watch your diet. You know, you have to work all the time. You know, no pizza parties. You know, things you have to, you know, and you have to you have to be very focused. You know, the same thing if you're, you know, if you're in a very intense academic discipline, or you know, you, you want to be a, a concert you know, violinist or something, you know, the, the people take, a, it takes a lot of their time and effort and they have to sacrifice many things that they would like to do. And they have to do things that are not necessarily always pleasant. You know, practices is not always that pleasant. But they do it, you know. And so there's a greater level. So this, this kind of tolerance we, we also experience and, and, and understand that we sometimes have to delay the gratification. It's like the person waiting for the two cookies, the child waiting for the two cookies, Okay. Now, both of these things. Um, uh, this happens because you know this is, this is greater tolerance in this case because the, the reward is delayed. Uh, it's not just an immediate gratification. I've impr- I've given you something better, but Krishna is looking for more than that type of tolerance. He makes that clear in uh, uh, in Bhagavad Gita two thirty eight he tells Arjuna that to fight for the sake of fighting without considering happiness or distress, loss or gain, victory or defeat, and by so doing you shall never incur sin. And he also, he also mentions that even, even the, the long-term good karma that may come from that, he says, you shouldn't, that, that shouldn't be your motivation either. Hmm? So the, the problem with the other two is that they're reward-based whether it's immediate or long-term, the reward-based. You're coming back to the same thing, that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tolerate either not experiencing some sensory happiness or tolerate experiencing some, hap- some sensory unhappiness in order to get better and more sensory happiness. You're working with the same currency. It's just it's just a more a more refined way of dealing with it, and so so Krishna is directing us towards a type of tolerance which isn't based upon sensory rewards at all. That's a different kind. He's taking us to a different type of category, and um, and now that can be a little frightening to us, and uh, and we might we might think then that tolerance means like this. Uh, there's there's a couple of definitions It's to tolerate tolerate. Uh, Tolerate comes from the Latin that means endure. As a look closer to that, because we we have tole- tolerate has different various meanings. Sometimes it means you're 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 tolerant of others, you're welcome other varieties and others are different views and different things like that. But it's more like this: to bear something unpleasant or annoying, or to keep going despite difficulties, or to remain firm under suffering or misfortune without yielding. And so we may think that Krishna's Teach, if, if there's no reward present, if we're not, if it's not reward based, that it's going to be <clears throat> willpower, willpower based, toughness based. You know, we're not going to be. You know, we're not weak. We're going to be strong. We're not going to give in to these things. Right? the push and, the, push and pull, the pushings and pullings of the of the senses. are not going to get the better of us. And so we just have to become. And and people do that. Even in in spiritual disciplines, you know, you 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 have that sort of thing. The uh, um, the Christian monks in the Middle Ages, many times they would have, have like a little like a little pool of cold water, icy cold water, in their in the place where they did their their, their practices. And so, if they if they, if they if they they would immerse themselves in that sometimes to, to be used to unpleasantness, you know, they used to do many things like that. Uh, and it happens we learn, learn how to we, in in the in the Vedic tradition people would go to the forest and you know wear bark you know eat very simply so very you know very live very austere lives and accept this uh unpleasantness by by their strength you learn how to tolerate in that sense hmm? Hmm. that usually doesn't work. <laughs> Because the, the it does a couple of things, actually. It, 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 al, it also um, does some further damage to you. Um, we won't go go so much into that, but it, it, it actually affects your pride. It increases your pride. And it usually just doesn't work. The willpower has reaches its limits. And, and it leads people to become very angry. <laughs> things like that. Yeah. And so the, the, the fallacy... Of either of these two models, the reward model or the just the willpower model, the thing that, that that's mistaken here is that we are considering considering the, the the sensations to be more substantial and important than they really are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're considering considering them to be very very important. Mm-hmm. Because in, in, the, of course in the reward model, obviously, you're, especially you're putting importance on the, on the positive ones. So you think that, that's, that, that they're very meaningful, they're really substantial, they're important in your life. And in the, even in, the, in, the, in the, the willpower model, you're thinking that they're very substantial. That's why you have to have such great will to, to resist them. You're, you're thinking of them as being very powerful and very important and very substantial. And uh, I'm going to submit to you that, that they're not, that, even that, that was mentioned in the verse, you know, that, they're, that they're not so substantial as we think. Hmm? And, then, uh, and so I'm, to, I'm looking at a, at a, at a definition of toler, tolerate that's, a, that's a more in line with this one, which we use sometimes when you say some people are, t- are tolerant to a drug or something. Be capable of continued subjection to a drug toxin or environmental condition without adverse reaction. Doesn't seem to have any effect. It's there, but it doesn't have any effect. So somebody who who is you know tolerant of say of, of a toxin or something, they, the toxin can be present and it doesn't have any effect. Any effect there's no willpower. There's nothing. It just doesn't have an effect. It, it, you know, it's a, it's sometimes "A serpent, a poisonous snake without the fangs." You know, <laughs> or you take the poison out of them. It, it, it does. It doesn't work. So, and I'll give you. There's a, I, I ran across something that was kind of interesting that, that even, even, in, uh, even in our regular uh, scientific world, they have some understanding of this, about the, what the, where the power of the, the sensations come from. And there's a, I just read that, there, there's, that the, they, they're using virtual reality to mitigate pain. And, and I just took this little quotation from a little article. It says, cool, this is a little virtual reality program. I think they were using that for burn victims, I think, in particular. And other distraction-related virtual reality therapies are based on the gate control theory of pain, which postulates that pain perception can be reduced by refocusing the brain's attention away from the pain. Now, it means that there's nothing being done in the nervous system. The pain signals are still there. They're still being transmitted to the brain. They're still being processed. But remember, but they're not being attend- very attended to. And the same thing, there's a similar thing happens with, with hypnosis. Right? So the hypnotist will instruct you to imagine a pleasant place and describe it in detail, refocusing your attention from something that triggers negative emotions to something that will activate positive emotions, such as being at the beach. <laughs> if your mind is off to the beach and you're imagining the warmth of the sun, the cool of the breeze, and the sand at your feet, you'll be less focused on your pain. It says, and afterwards they give you a suggestion. It's not even just for that moment, but they give you a suggestion that, yes, you will feel the pain, but it'll be more like this. It won't bother you so much. So they, 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 they implant a certain suggestion that they can also continue to focus their mind on something else. If you've ever been sick, lying in bed, and somebody comes and visits you, suddenly you feel a little better. A moment. Right? You're distracted, you know, but you're all alone. All you do is feel all the things, right? You know, it's just terrible, and you wallow in it, you know, and then, but you get distracted. right? We have that. We have that uh the situation. I know this story of this 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 guy whose house was on fire. And he was a very, very like you know, really miserly type person. And he kept entering his house and he could sustained really severe burns trying to get his possessions out. You know, because the mind was focused on those possessions, and he, you know, nobody was going to go in that house like that. You know, so 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 uh, the the power of the sensations is related to our attention. The reason why 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 pleasant things are so attractive and unpleasant things are so repulsive, the power that they have over us comes from the fact that we're so attentive to them. They can be there. But, if, but we don't have to give them as much attention. Hmm? You, can, you can see that from those examples. The pain is there, but it will be, can be less if there's a, a, a distraction or some other, a, other focus of the mind. So, and, and, of course, this, this causes problems. This, and usually we're attentive because we're looking to find something pleasant, all right? But the same attentiveness that allows us to enjoy the pleasant sensations, causes us to be fully aware of the unpleasant ones. But you're focused. You, you've you know you've you're really attentive. You're paying close attention. So then also you're going to be attentive to those. All right? And because the sensations are fleeting, the pleasant ones fail to satisfy. So the cycle keeps going.? Right? And why does it go? We're attentive because we lack a certain foundation in our lives. We're looking for the satisfaction and the happiness through the, the sensations. It's all we know. So either either it's presently we have them or we're planning in the for, to have so many in the future. But the same situation is going to happen. The kids that had the two cookies, right? The, I mean, the, the, if you, first you had the, the kid that ate their cookie right away. They had their one cookie. When the other kids, if they could see the other kids, I'm not sure if they. I don't think they could see each other. But if they could, and they could see the other persons getting their two cookies, they're going to feel miserable. Their cookie is gone, and the other got two cookies. But now the other kids with the two cookies, ten minutes later, they're going to eat both of their cookies. They're going to be all in the same position. Cookies are gone. Now we're both looking for something else, right? It's the, it's the same thing, you know. So the same thing. We may plan for so many, you know, wonderful experiences in the future, right? But if, when it happens, they'll be over with, and you'll be left in the same situation. So they can't satisfy because of this. 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 They appear and disappear. That's why Krishna is saying to them. They appear. So they, it never works for any satisfaction. And in fact, when you have some. Satisfaction and it goes away, in some sense, your, your happiness becomes less. You're missing that. You feel that it's now absent. Right? You, we, we feel almost one of the kind of miseries is when the pleasant thing is now gone. <laughs> it's a lack of sensation, in fact. And we, oh, and that causes us grief. So, so Krishna mentions a little bit later on in the chapter. Right? And in 259, though the embodied soul may be restricted from sense enjoyment, the taste for sense objects remains. But ceasing such engagements by experiencing a higher taste is fixed in consciousness. So the, the first part we're saying, we're using the willpower. We're restricted. <laughs> right? Restricted from sense enjoyment. Someone is just, just trying to do the willpower situation. But still the desire is present. Because right? they're giving, they're giving so much importance to that. That the sense enjoyment is the only way of pleasure, but now because I, so I'm, I'm going to resist it. But, he says, but, then, but then when there's a higher experience, when there's a foundation finally to our lives, huh, then suddenly that becomes the focus and, the, 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 and, and the, the sense perceptions are no longer as important. Just like when you distracted yourself with the virtual reality machine and you didn't feel so much pain. So now we're so carefully monitoring the sensory situation. What am, we ask each other, how you feel? How do you do it? And, we're, and we can always answer because we're monitoring that very carefully. We know exactly what things are occurring that are unpleasant, which things are occurring that are pleasant, and how, how we would like things to be instead of how they are. Now we're very careful about that. And so we experience them very intensely. So if we focus on the pain, oh, it really hurts so much more than if we don't. So it's the same thing, we're, we're, we want to focus because we want to get that happiness. We want to get those sensations. It's going to relieve us. And instead we also get the pain. And we get the emptiness that comes when the, when the, when the happy sensations are not present which means then we focus even more intensely trying to, trying to get the happiness. So that's life without a foundation. So what we are, right, is we ha- actually have a foundation. That's, we're, our, as souls, we're naturally happy. We're naturally satisfied this is what it says ceasing such engagements by experiencing a higher taste S- seeing, ex- seeing 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 something higher is it paramdrishta to something higher and seeing in this case means experiencing something higher which then takes the attention away from this these changes and the flux of the of the sensations which you've been taking so seriously so, the question, of course, is how to develop a foundation? How to experience this? What's a, what's a way forward for us so that we can take that last model of gratitude where the, the sensations. We're not trying to turn off the sensations. We actually need them you know, for, 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 the, for our lives. Krishna is not telling Arjuna to turn off his sensations, but just not let. The attachment and aversion for them keep him from doing the right thing. You know, we, you know, just to live, we, you know, we, we use them. <laughs> so it's not we want to we want to completely ignore them, but we want to not have them have so much power over our lives. And so the the the, the, the thing that I see, that's a that's a good first step. in this is just one simple word. It's a feeling of gratitude. And I just invite you, to, to, you know, to do a little meditation where you think about the things that you're missing in your life, the things that you're desiring in your life, the things that are causing you trouble in your life, and see how that makes you feel. And you'll feel that. <laughs> you, you want them. <laughs> you feel that emptiness. You feel that, you know, that you're hoping that something will be better in the future. You don't feel satisfaction. It increases your dissatisfaction. But what happens if you you think about the things that you're truly grateful for? There's a complete change in the way you're you're, you're oriented with the world at that point. You calm down. (laughs) When you feel the things you don't want, you get tense. You get tense. You're like, oh, my God. You know, you feel, yeah. You know, and then if you think all the things you're grateful for, you, you can relax. You can feel peaceful. Right? When you think all the things you're missing, how can I get them? i got to find a plan. How can I do it? You get nervous. You get, you get, you know, you're restless. And then suddenly you feel peaceful. Oh, I have this wonderful thing, and this wonderful thing, and this wonderful thing. You start to feel peaceful instead of restless. You start to feel happy. And what we're, what Krishna is going to suggest in the Bhagavad Gita is that we begin to feel some gratitude towards Krishna, and we see so, many, so many reasons for that that he gives in the Bhagavad Gita, that everything that we have right, he says, is given to us by Krishna. actually he says he's, you know, he's, the, he's the source of everything. He's the greatest of all and yet he's concerned about us who are very small. He doesn't compel us to acknowledge that. But he's offering his, himself to us. He says he's he wishes us well. He's the well wishing friend of everybody. Actually, in the it's in the very end of the Bhagavad Gita, um, where where Krishna where Krishna um, tells Arjuna, what is, what is the one where, where he he says that because you're so dear to me. I give you know, I'm giving you this knowledge. You're so dear to me and uh Garuda Prabhu he says that, that the word that's used in there is 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 a particular type of uh, the, the word is, is is gives a particular sense of love maybe i think so maybe i think so but this is that that particular the the particular particular connotation there with the word that krishna uses is a, is a kind of love that there's there's actually some some longing involved. With yeah, yeah, isto, isto, yeah, yeah, isto, yeah, isto. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so, it's, it's, so, the, 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 the ishto in Sanskrit is, it's. Yeah. So dear. and so that, that, that ishta is a word for love, and according according to Guru, he says that the connotation there is because there's so many different things that, that 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 words in Sanskrit that that you know there's there's that, that refer to love or affection or things like that. But this one he says there's, there's like almost a little longing, a longing involved with that. So that 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 Krishna wants Arjuna to take up this path of devotion because he's so dear to him. He wants that relationship. Krishna wants that relationship, and so this is, and it's not limited to Arjuna. Huh? So, in, in in one sense, even though Krishna is, you know, is complete, he's uh, has everything. He looks upon us with that kind of affection, that he wants a connection with us. But he's patient and he waits for us and in the meantime he's supplying us with all the things that we that we have and all the all the things that we need to exist in ignorance of him and so if we can if if, if, if particularly if we can find some gratitude towards krishna that krishna is not just you know the he's not just the supreme controller who's you know oppressing us in some way or it's limiting our freedom in some way. We think, that, or he's not just the, the the friend in the high place that can help us to to live life better. It's okay, but but that, that 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 he's here. He's with us. We we talked about that previously. He's right here with us in the heart. He's ready to guide us and help us to 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 grow closer to him. And even better, He's inviting us to be with Him. Now, you just, you just have to think about it. If there's a, a, an entity who has created everything and has the power to have whatever He wants, Krishna is not a being in the world. He creates the world. So it's not like you know he, he's, he's it's not just he's the most powerful being and but you know he's limited by whatever exi- exists. You know even if we get power, we're limited by what exists. Still the same world. But Krishna can have any world that he chooses. And so if he can have any world that he chooses, it's probably going to be pretty good, right? And he wants to share that with us. That's you know, the message of Bhagavad Gita. He's ready to share that with us. And so, if we can begin to, to move away from our longing and our emptiness and the lack of foundation and move forward with a little gratitude and begin to show a little gratitude towards Krishna, Krishna says he'll help us to progress along that way, he'll give us guidance. He'll help clear the path for us. And then we won't be ruled over by the sensations. We'll have something else to focus on. Right? We, we have this example right, also. One of, the, one of the other powerful forms of distraction is love or gratitude. Right? Now, people even say that um, you know sometimes people, uh, there are, uh, uh, soldiers who win, you know, the high medals for bravery and stuff, and most of the time it's not because they they're doing it out of duty, or they're because they're super brave, but they have a strong attachments to the, their fellow soldiers, and so they you know they, they they continue to fight while wounded. They they try to drag their wounded friends off the battlefield while subjecting themselves to to hostile fire, you know. And, 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 and even in cases like that, we, we, we have you know, parents that sacrifice for their children. And where there's love, sometimes even the sacrifice can be enjoyable because it, it, it validates your love. It's an expression of your love. And sometimes even that can, be, that can feel wonderful because somehow you have this gratitude, you have this love for somebody and you want to show it. And being a fair-weather friend doesn't show much. It's when you actually extend yourself. That that it it, it validates and it makes your it makes your, it feels like a genuine expression to you, can actually become happy. So so yeah, we have we can have questions now, comments. Kind of, I see uh has some has a comment. There's a the, the little red mute button you should be able to push. There you go. Very loud. There you go. No, it was, uh, <laughs> I read in the newspaper that, um, online of course, uh, that um, most uh, posthumous uh, medals for valor are given to, in, for, the Viet, for people in uh, Vietnam. They went to Vietnam, are given to soldiers that threw themselves on grenades to save their friends. Hmm. Yeah. So, like, they. Of course, they're dead. But, uh, yeah. That's. yeah, that's, so that's very the selfless, too, like, you know. Yeah. To throw yourself on a grenade yeah. to save your friend. Yeah. It's quite something. Yeah. yeah. So, were, obviously, they knew they were going to die. But that, 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 that you know. So, if, the, if, the, if where there's love. Right then, 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 the the sensations don't have the same importance. It's gone away. It's it's a, and and that this this gratitude and love. You know, they're actually our real nature. See, it's this this is explained. Krishna explains this. You know, that 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 the the, the longing and the emptiness is a reversal of our natural of our actual nature that we're naturally giving and loving. It's, it's, when, you, when, you are, when you feel empty, you want to take, because you need to relieve that. You know? Nature abhors a vacuum. <laughs> also we do. <laughs> right? But when we're full, then giving is natural. So as souls, we're, 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 we're full. And it's our nature to give. And so, if, if if we can feel gratitude and start to give, that begins to put us deeper in touch with with the, with the wholeness within. It's not a trick, even. It's it, it, it actually is is operating at a very very deep level. So it's not this So the tolerance isn't. For, for isn't just willpower, the tolerance isn't um, that we're looking for a better reward of, the, of more better sensations. but the tolerance is that they, they no longer have the same meaning to us because we're discovering our real nature of being grati- of having gratitude and giving and the joy that we have that's intrinsic to our nature. So, we'll still notice the sensations, but they will not have the same power over us. So, anything else?
1: Yeah, I was just thinking of, like, you know, in real life situations where. There's people who are so empty and so bitter sometimes mm. that um, it's very, very difficult for them to make that shift to you know gratitude really, because you know they're just so sunken in that feeling that you know, like there's nothing there for me, and they're just so bitter and that nobody's doing anything, and you know it's I mean, do you have like some? I don't know like very practical of how you can uplift such a person, because you know I've had like a few people like that you know in my life where it's it's like really difficult because such a person is not also able to receive even when you give them like they're not able to really like receive it into their heart, it's just everything remains on the surface, it's almost like they're stuck in their. Thing that like nothing can relieve me of this sort of a you know space.
0: Well, obviously you can't you can't instruct such a person or give them advice to to be grateful, because that's not going to work for them. But you can. I mean, and I guess you 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 really have to do is is you have to, and even even doing things for them, like you said, they, they they may think it's motivated. You know that the, what's the, what's what's your real motivation? Why you're doing this for me? It's probably going to end up hurting me, in some way. But if if you can if you can actually just again with you, we we sometimes have to be unattached to the result. And so if we're hoping to change somebody, they will feel that, and they will also feel that that that's an indication that they they don't have real value, even though you're not thinking that way. You're thinking that you see them unhappy, and you want them to be happy they will feel that there's some disapproval and so somehow if they can somehow come into contact with people that genuinely love them and even if even if it's not through doing something uh they can feel that and if if they can, if they can come into contact with a society of people that that that, that have loved them, then they can see that it's possible you know some, sometimes and sometimes sometimes things you can make an impression that doesn't ha- doesn't come to fruition for a long time. So you may not see a change right away. But I think yeah, probably the only the only way for people like that is that to somehow to receive some genuine love and kindness. You know, that that they that they, that, that on a subtle level they can understand as genuine. Yeah. You know? And then, then they can they can have some hope, you know. You know, I think that's the only way. You know. I mean that that's you know that that's why it's really on us if we if we're spiritual people. To try to become better, in, in, in that regard, because we, we we what we really have, well, we have a, a a wonderful teaching to offer, and that's certainly beneficial. But if we can offer uh, the teaching alive and in person, then uh, it, it's it, that's a way that, 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 that can connect with people heart to heart. You know, and that's you know, really if, if if we really want to make an impact. In the world, that's you know, that's that's you know, supposedly our our destiny to do that. We have to make that change in our hearts. You know. You know. In the meantime, we can you know, we can we can still say, look, you know, we, this has made some change, and this is a wonderful uh, wonderful teaching of things. Please, you know, please take it, please look at it. But uh, but when we can, when it really becomes more mature in our hearts, it's it's something that will be very powerful. Hare Krishna, thank you.